0: Hey guys, we got another Bull After Show, Stockholm Syndrome up for you right now. You're tuning into The Destination for TV Superfan Discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey AfterBuzzers, welcome to a new episode of Bull After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. We have a good show for you. Uh, it was an interesting episode, something that we haven't had before, totally yeah. different. Uh, But uh, we are nadine list today, but we do have Shay Jones. Shay, tell I am. everybody where they can find you on social media.
1: Hey guys, I'm Shay Jones. You can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram. And where can we find you?
0: Well, as we rock out to Strombella's, <laughs> I'm Kevin Ellis, and you can find me on Twitter at the Kevin Ellis or on Instagram at Kevin Ellis twenty five. As I said, Stockholm Syndrome—that is the name of today's episode. And, man, it was just, it was different. Like, it, we did not have a normal trial play out like we typically do. No,
1: it was like a mock trial in well, a place where we haven't really actually got to see the mock juries even feel out. Yeah. The was, way the normal jury does in, their court, in the courtroom, that's so crazy.
0: It was a little peculiar. As Macintosh Harrington in our chat room has already pointed out, this episode was almost a... Like it, there was a roundabout way of getting to this fake trial premise. Like we d- we didn't fully understand like what they were even there for in the first place. We didn't know what trial they were there for. We just know that this was one of their uh, one of their normal daily. And if you thing. wanted
1: to be a mock trial, you know you get two hundred dollars a day and lunch. I mean,
0: not a bad $200 a day, That's
1: not a bad day.
0: That's more than you get on a normal jury.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I don't th- do you get even get paid. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think you get minimum wage.
1: Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. I think you get
0: like. <laughs> I don't even know what it would be in California, but I think you do get like $6.50 an hour or something like that, something pretty low.
1: Isn't that like what they got in the 90s? <laughs> like,
0: yeah. really? I mean, I, again, this is... this is The government can only afford so much when it comes to these things, and when you think about how many trials there are... Yeah, That's it's, true. Uh, it is a problem. But this was a attack mock dr- uh, trial orientation, and at the very beginning of the episode, I don't know if you caught this, but I was fascinated by the fact that that old gentleman... Who was a little bit larger made a point of how his pacemaker was was not or, or was was present. Like, yeah. you just, he, it, it was a point, it was a plot point, and it was never brought up.
1: As the reason, you know, as a reason why he couldn't have some of her coffee, XYZ, I have a pacemaker. And even though she knew that, I her know. goal still was.
0: My expectation was that because we knew that stockholm syndrome and we saw the previews we knew right. that this was going to be some sort of hostage situation i figured that after the explosion or in the moment of him being held hostage he would start having a heart attack i thought and, that was going when to be and you a plot need a
1: medicition faster that actually would make a lot of sense
0: i was waiting for it and but it didn't it happen <laughs> Let me down here. No, but it was it, it was still it was a good episode. I was entertained. Really was. I thought that there was a lot of character development that we had not received in previous episodes, in the way that it was uh, so pertinent. So I thought that that was cool.
1: Because what I loved about these characters, like they're like in a hostage situation, and nobody seriously knows what to do. They're like trying to be calm, but the only person calm
0: is Bull. Oh, is Bull?
1: It's just he's just like.
0: Cool, calm, that's not and the collected. Deal.
1: That's not the deal. Yeah, This is. the deal. Is this is what's going to happen, and this is what I'm offering you.
0: The definition Amazing. of chill. He is a master negotiator. That is for sure. And what did you think about just bringing Danny into the fray in the way that they did?
1: I think it was interesting because we like we all we are we already knew that she was an FBI special agent at that, and that's a hard thing to become. I feel like in the FBI, mm-hmm. and we really didn't know why she did leave. Like you, you know, we were told she quit. That's anybody everybody touched on, she just quit. Now we get to delve into the reason why and what case led to our now present situation of being in the hostage situation.
0: It was peculiar. We did not ever get an inkling that she was dishonorably discharged, discharged which is not really a thing because she's not military but it will go under that premise. <laughs> she you know we we don't know why why she would leave a, a cushy job at the FBI for something like like this unless money was the only uh motivation but in this instance it was uh it was a little bit more uh personal and uh, a little bit more traumatic in some respects. So our Laurel Guthrie, who is the individual who is the uh, antagonist in this episode, we'll call her that because she blew up a damn bomb in the courtroom.
1: Yeah, just cover your ears, <laughs> duck and cover, no, nothing. At just...
0: first, before we really knew that there was going to be a bomb explosion, what did you think that white powder was that she put into her thermos? I
1: mean, from the preview, I kind of knew it was going to be a bomb, but like the way she did, I'm like... I understand how chemistry works, but even uh-huh. I was kind of just like, whoa, you, what, what, what what, oxycodone or all these hallucinogens, I have no idea what their names are, mm-hmm. that you used just to put it in the thermos and dump the thermos in a trash can that causes that much damage. Right. Because that was a lot of damage.
0: I think that it was pretty peculiar because I, at, at first, because I did not see who, who was involved in this hostage situation mm-hmm. in the preview. I, I guess I just, I did not catch that. Uh, I was... I'll be honest, I wasn't quite paying attention too much to the, to the preview. So you told, uh, them, I you don't told like, them your
1: secret. You I
0: don't like any spoilers. So just kinda like, I just kind of like what Nadine, I think, blurted out like it was a Stockholm Syndrome type, th- type thing. So anyway, um, when it was happening... I'm thinking, okay, well, is she really going to be the individual that that causes all this chaos, or was she going to be uh, just one of those uh, one of those individuals who uh, this was going to be a plot point, like she was you know, sniffing drugs or something like that? Or I, I don't, know. But it was uh, at first, I was not uh, not sure. At the very beginning of this episode, I did like uh Benny. Benny, I love Benny. A lot of snark.
1: <laughs> it's like, I, I I found the writers just for I don't I want to know how they come up with. The witty repartee this whole group of cast has together,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like the mind capabilities, is pre-programmed. That's what she like. That's what she does.
0: Yeah, they they always have some witty banter. It's, <laughs> it's none. Amazing. It's it's really uh, second to none in that witty banter as far as anything that I uh, I watch on network TV. Um, so Laurel Guthrie brings on in not only a bomb, but she's got a three D gun as well.
1: I didn't even know. Oh, you didn't know that
0: these things were a thing.
1: I had no idea. I mean, I I, I know what 3D printers are. Yeah. And, and like, mine, you know what a 3D printer is. But to actually see the fact that it can make a gun, you're, I'm like, I was like, it made a gun.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, this is a new technology, and this show has been pretty cutting edge with technology and always having the new stuff brought to light. I mean, not only just their own nsa system of of background information that they have on everybody but you know the fact that they actually were showing a you know an actual 3d gun which i thought was pretty uh, pretty cool not in the sense that it was you know part of the hostage situation but it's just like you, you know you don't see and anything was, like, like this it's something that you gotta worry about and
1: the red dot and i was just like oh in my mind i was like does will that work actually right,
0: right. it's a you new may age it, but will it work Will it work? And that's what exactly what Bull brought to her attention is that you are not an engineer, you are <laughs> simply a chemist. Are you going to really rely on your own engineering skills to know that that trigger is going to pull? And she did not have that faith, and that's why she ended up giving the gun on over to him in the end.
1: it tight.
0: Uh, you know, and hey, if I was, if I was her, I mean, yeah, yeah you I wouldn't, can't rely on that. I wouldn't that.
1: take, yeah, I'm, I'm nowhere near an engineer, and I would not put my faith in that trigger working. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, so we find out her motivation, which did you, when you found out her motivation for committing this entire scene right off the bat, were you thinking that it was enough?
1: It definitely made a statement, if not anything else. Like, even if she didn't get what she wanted, I'm like, this is her last, last last-ditch effort. Like, she spent five years trying to find a way, and sometimes after, no matter what amount of time you spent, you're going to get truly, truly desperate. And what do people do when they get desperate?
0: They commit desperate desperate Acts. measures. <laughs> yes. De- desperate times call for desperate measures.
1: And this was definitely one of them.
0: Yeah, surely. they. She went all out. And that's what was shocking is that, okay, if I did not have any sort of, you know, if I had if missed calls on over to Bull trying to get him to try my case – Would I go to such lengths? And I guess it was revealed that her husband was going to be moved to a different facility and that that move was almost a death sentence for him. So I could understand at that point her urgency to get this issue at the forefront. But there was some planning involved in this. I mean, she had to actually get a a bomb created, though. She says, like, oh, creating a bomb is super easy. It's simple chemistry. I mean, you got to think about these things.
1: But I want to know is how does she know she would even get picked in jury in, in time jury. enough in a mock jury I should say in time enough on the same day mm-hmm. as her husband getting moved.
0: Always coincidences when we come to network television. We'll oh, always yeah. have those and just TV in general. It's always going to be a coincidence, and we love that because it plays to our own uh, our own imagination. Like oh that, is, that was just uh, such a such a close call or you know something yeah. like that. But. um... Yeah, that was just it was just a crazy approach. So as all as part of this whole reveal as their whole motivation, Danny was a big part of the motivation
1: oh, which was big a
0: part. Which, which was crazy to think that she, this this is the reasoning why she was uh, that she left the FBI is because she had this run in with Gordon Guthrie, her you know her husband, this pharmacist, apparently a petty you know drug, drug dealer. dealer. What what did you make of uh, that initial uh, reveal that Danny was was part of this whole mess?
1: I kind of caught on. She was like she remembered the case, and like for me, when you're an ex. FBI, ex-military, ex. When you say you remember something, that means you had to be a part of it, mm-hmm. e- just in some shape, some shape or form. And I think it's amazing because now we're gonna figure out the crux of what pushed her over there to too hmm Yeah,
0: yeah, and it, yeah, and as it turns out, there was a part of her that was uh, that had some reason to her, as as displayed when she turns on over the gun to pull. What did you make of Bull finally convincing her to turn over that gun?
1: I was just like, how does your brain work that you... Because I understand you're a doctor in psychology and all these things, but nobody is trained, (laughs) unless you're a hostage negotiator and you do it multiple times like throughout the year, to calmly assess the fact that this is what it's going to take for her to give me this gun.
0: Right. Bull is truly a master, not only a master manipulator, but he is a master psychologist. He knows everything about everybody. He knows their tics. He knows how to get them to, uh, how to get them to, uh, cl- you know, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Just, uh...
1: I want to help you out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, try, just trying to
0: get their, uh, get their motivations Within to the forefront. Within five
1: minutes, just of, like, meeting that person, like, it's like, he, got, he already has you figured out. Mm-hmm. He already knows what your fears are going to be yeah. and how he's going to manipulate
0: it yeah yeah he's he's great at it and it's fun to watch that's what makes the show so cool is is seeing his own psychology
1: because just watching it you're just like if i was in that situation how would i counteract a guy coming at me in that type of way because nobody nobody's just that calm and just like i i know everything you're thinking
0: yeah
1: and then that your brain kind of explodes a little bit she's like how do you know exactly what i'm thinking
0: right away he is actually standing there and saying point the gun at me and she doesn't hesitate. That's what was just fascinating was is that he's just he's just sitting there. You know, point the gun at me. I've got I've got this under control. He's saying like he's like, don't, <laughs> don't worry guys, about, don't worry
1: about any of the hostages. I've
0: you need, got this because
1: apparently you came here for a reason. And yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm the reason. So as long as you, you're focused on me, everybody's safe and we're mm-hmm. good to go. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and 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 uh, I guess. Out of respect for Laurel, I mean, she she played it cool right away. She she did not she did not freak out. She did not point the gun over at Danny, saying like, "This is what I want." She can't come. It comes to Bull and says, "You know, th- th- this is you are the person that I need to speak to. You are the one that needs to get me exactly what I want."
1: So um, he the only one who can.
0: And you're the only one who can. I thought initially that the ADA. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Carrie name,
0: yeah. White Weissbach was going to uh play more Weisbach.
1: is Weinbach.
0: I'm pretty sure it was Weissbach. Uh,
1: I got w- Weinbach, W E I N B A.
0: It might have been Weinbach, is more common than Weisbach. Uh, <laughs> it is more common, but I swear us on an ass either way. The ADA could be silent, <laughs> the assistant to the uh, DA, uh, was. Uh, I thought that they were going to, uh, there was going to be more to that. I thought that there was going to be a little bit of corruption to that whole element.
1: Actually, too. But there wasn't. It was Mm. just a simple.
0: Yeah, it was just a simple. I I wasn't
1: wasn't really sure of her testimony. But
0: (laughs) Chunk, Chunk had proposed. Chunk is awesome. But he proposed. you know, to do this mock trial situation,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: that they are going to end up paying a thousand dollars to each individual that actually sticks around for this mock trial. My
1: hand already goes up. Right, I said a thousand dollars. Yes, I'm stay.
0: Easy, cool, grand. Stick around plus, for another hour. Plus two
1: hundred, maybe. Is, are we doing the plus? Yeah, <laughs> i know they're doing the
0: plus. <laughs> doing we got the, we got the over twelve hundred bucks just straight at you.
1: Thank you <laughs> for my time.
0: Now, who was the individual that uh, Marissa was initially speaking to via conference? Was that was that the ADA?
1: Um
0: I think it was Cable? Yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Then yes, it was the ADA.
0: And that's when he, I thought that it was going to become more of an element because he said to Marissa, tell Danny I'm sorry. It's
1: like, what? Well, yeah, like what, what what would you be sorry for? Yeah, and I
0: thought it was so I thought it was a little cliche. Typically, I don't like pointing that out, especially on a show that I like. But in moments like that, I thought it was a little cliche. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we didn't we did not necessarily need him to say that, but it was um, it was said, so we had to deal with it. And uh, but I, but again, we we never we never got any kind of closure on that because like why 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 is why is he sorry because he never tried the case at all? I mean, because
1: he took a plea deal plea deal three days in, yeah, maybe.
0: I mean but maybe I he guess felt that's like just... he didn't
1: give it what he wanted out of it. And either. and maybe,
0: maybe that's that's possible. But in retrospect, he did end up putting a truly guilty man behind bars. So he can't Thank feel God. too guilty. Um so he gave
1: away the secret though, just in case they haven't seen
0: it. Nah, they've all seen it. That's why they're watching this after show. <laughs> <laughs> and anybody, anybody that is watching our show live right now, please join us in our chat room on YouTube. Always hit us up with comments. It's always we appreciated. We do. It helps us get through. I know Macintosh left uh, w- left another note. He said, uh, uh, "What was uh, that? Yeah, what was that mock jury there for in the first place? Exactly, <laughs> and, and which we addressed. Um, but yes, and he also pointed out he or she."
1: Thanks for the follow, by the way. Welcome, yes. McIntosh.
0: He or she uh, did point out that Bull has yet to truly lose an episode. I thought that this was going to be it, at least in that sense that Benny could outwit out- him. Yeah,
1: and I, I think we, we were finding out nobody can outwit Bull.
0: Nobody can. At least
1: not yet. We haven't. We haven't found the one that can outwit him. Maybe besides his ex-wife.
0: Uh, this is true. His ex-wife she, is pretty. Because she was like cunning.
1: really up there.
0: Yeah, but he. We'll get to the end of the episode in a moment. But Tommy Vega. So Tommy Vega is the individual who is gunned down by, as it turns out, Gordon is truly the murderer. Uh, but as as Danny is going through her testimony, she is explaining her testimony in not the most detailed sense. Yes. But Benny really isn't leading her on into doing that. It's very that's the, simple. That's not
1: the case. It's not that, the that's, case. That's not the case. He leads. that's not the case he's running.
0: But Bull would do that if he was in Benny's place. So is this, in some (laughs) respects, a showing of Benny's lack of skill compared to Bull's?
1: Well, that depends, because in Benny's mind, he's trying to build only based on her character as the person who witnessed it, Mm -hmm. not as, oh, she must be hiding something.
0: Right, but I'm saying, is that the wrong... I mean, truly, in retrospect, it was the wrong approach.
1: Yes. I will agree with that.
0: So it begs the question: Is Bull truly that much smarter than Benny? And <laughs> it, it definitely well, I, I appears think we, I so. Think I think we it's all know that Bull is
1: smarter than Benny. I mean, I you guys agree. <laughs> I think Bull has shown he's smarter than everybody. So
0: I mean, Bull. Yeah, Bull is. Uh, but even as a trial attorney, which is amazing, because Bull is not an attorney, At but all. he knows how to frame exactly what he needs to to win a case in an argument.
1: Because the best narrative. Grabs the person's attention the quickest.
0: So I guess that's what I'm getting at. Is Bull a better attorney than Benny? Not necessarily smarter, but a better attorney.
1: I plead the fifth.
0: (laughs) Well, (laughs) sorry, Benny, but it's it's appearing like Bull is actually a little bit better. I plead the fifth. Um. So Danny is a witness and had no doubt that it was actually Gordon. And then Bull just comes out swinging when he has the counter. And, and you see him in this role of just a ruthless individual
1: he would have made
0: <sighs> yeah, he would have a hell made
1: of a attorney
0: an excellent attorney excellent. like that
1: that's what I got from it, seriously, just watching her like I almost thought she was gonna break down from just all the attacking that was happening each second, like I was kind of like, ooh, no, he's going he's going even further into the recess of her experience
0: and he completely corners her to the point where she admitted to actually taking narcotics while on the job
1: it tends to happen i can tends this, to happen. i think i think i feel like if you're undercover for months you you kind of you kind of have to go into a whole different mind space role type situation because you have to get that person's you have to get your target's trust. Thank you. I was like, the word I'm looking for is there. Um, You have to get your target's trust and the only way it can can trust you is like by corrupting you.
0: Yeah, in many respects. If anybody's seen The Departed, we all know that's the case with Leo's character. He has to do certain things to come off as actually being a part of the crime syndicate. Mm -hmm. But it's a tough thing because you're dealing with that moral compass that you possess when you're not actually a criminal. But in this case, to pull off a convincing show she has to take this drug 2CB which is a hallucinogen. Yes. Now in a criminal court despite all of the things that she reveals Danny reveals at the end of the episode all of these things she catches. She I mean yes she reveals that she threw it up and she was trained to do so.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I mean I'm not a lawyer I don't know if it would actually be held up in a criminal case whether or not. Somebody could prove the hallucinogens were truly out of her system after she admitted taking them, but let's just assume that we'll go under the—we'll go under the premise that they can't convince, but, like, uh, would that be a uh, convincing—would that be a convincing argument if if you've admitted to doing narcotics— you don't know if that person is of sound mind and can actually truly say that that person was wearing, you know, a denim coat with a New York Islanders hat, blah, blah, blah.
1: And the only person who can remember what you're wearing is the wife.
0: Yeah. Which she she coyly just admits to, oh, the New York Islanders, and just knows that, oh, that was actually her husband. That was the individual who did shoot him down. What I found I interesting was, little, was
1: something Bull said. Because like, I think it's something we all do. And he said, he say you didn't ask the right question and we get the questions we choose to ask and the answers we choose to believe
0: Mm. this is this is very uh this is very revealing
1: that because yeah when you're really when you're close with like a parent or a sibling you you know you you choose to take the answer
0: yeah you're masked you want to believe it yeah you're masked into believing one thing because that's where your heart is
1: even when your heart can sometimes be wrong. This
0: is true. So do you think that his relationship with Danny was risked in this moment by going to that place where he was berating her?
1: I think it was a little bit. And even though she didn't take it that way, all besides she her wanting to hurt <laughs> because mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like even, like even though she knew what was happening and getting berated about it, she felt there was a reason behind it. It had to mm-hmm. be more.
0: Right. To the right. reason
1: behind why he's going, just basically going in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, there had to be a reason. Because with Bull, there is always a reason yeah, behind she, it.
0: she knows her boss pretty well.
1: So he I'll knows her, her pretty well.
0: Yeah, this is true. He had a lot of faith in her, even up till the very end. He had faith in Danny, which was, which was endearing. It to was. see. So, Laurel has her testimony, and she, at one point, says that she's willing to give up her freedom for her husband's. Do you think that at that point in time, she switched the mock jury's point of view?
1: She kind of swung mine a little bit. Because with that, I was just like, I mean, you're going to basically give up your life for him anyway at this point in time during this, after you bombed a building. Mm-hmm. But that kind of love, even if that kind of love maybe is a little bit misguided in her case for this situation, since he actually was guilty. Sure. There's something endearing about that. There's There are not many people, I feel like, at least in this generation, who had that ride and die for their partner the way they should, like they were back in the day.
0: Mm, mm.
1: And that, for me, is a very endearing to see.
0: Yeah, I mean... I think it was, I, I, like you, I was also in the position where I thought that, yes, this was almost a turning point. I just yes. thought, like, okay, if, you're, if you say that, it's like, oh, geez. Well, if she's willing to do this, if she's willing to go to such lengths, she truly, I'm sure, believes his innocence. But she can't necessarily prove it. And that's and, the key.
1: And that's the whole point of the case. You have to prove. You have to have proof of innocence.
0: Well... Technically not.
1: Well, yeah. You have to
0: have proof of guilt, but in this instance, <laughs> yep. it almost feels that way. Uh, but Bull does cross-examine Danny again. And this is after the uh, the rescue team actually breaks through the beams. And
1: the lieutenant's like, you guys yeah. can leave. Get the hell
0: out of here if you want but to. But they're
1: more interested in hearing what Bull has to say.
0: Yeah, which was sweet in some way. They actually wanted to, they had, they had the respect for Bull and what he had to say. But he he cross-examines danny and as it turns out he really nails down her character like you said earlier really nails it down and it was telltale it totally changed the jury's mind they saw that this individual was in this instance a sound mind or at least she is able to recollect all of the elements of that case of that night she wasn't looking through a little peephole she saw that he was wearing that new york islanders hat
1: she saw the Blue peat coat,
0: and she had actually been investigating Gordon for a lengthy period of time prior to this case, or prior to this evening, mm-hmm. which was not revealed earlier. He was
1: a low time drug dealer. A she called him drug
0: dealer, and all of these elements added up to a moment where the mock jury votes again, changes their views
1: instantly, instantly after hearing that.
0: And man, I mean, I have to say, like, if I was. If I was the wife, if I was Laurel, I would just be... Crushed. Crushed, truly.
1: I, 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 like After five years, I feel like you could have just told me you did it. Make, mm. Like It's been five years. Why would you keep having me, after we lost everything, keep putting in all my time and my faith?
0: Yeah, that's a good point. There was no honesty before, during, or after. At all. At all. Yeah, it's truly a backstab. And as it turns out, Corton does go to the new prison where he was transferred. And as we saw in a cutaway, he actually kills a man
1: yeah, with his glasses. His
0: glasses. Holy hell.
1: I, I'm going to say this. He actually looked really attractive.
0: Oh, in that, <laughs> moment? In
1: that moment? I don't know. This is a crazy. This is, was...
0: this is what gets no, you like, going as a no, man friend, killing another man. I was like, oh, he's,
1: I was like <laughs> no, he's nerdy. The glasses are kind of cute. I find glasses attractive. I'm okay. um, that just weird. But then I was just like, he took off the glasses and he just like, he just like, still, I'm just like, okay, hi. How you doing? (laughs) I'm weird. I didn't understand, guys.
0: So as we wrap up, what did you think of your overall thoughts of this episode and how it ended with Danny and Bull?
1: I think it ended in a very amazing way because they, they, at the end of the episode, they had an understanding with each other. Mm. Like. He told her exactly why he believed in her from beginning to this moment. hmm And she realized that she didn't need to explain herself to him because he already believed in her.
0: There was a lot of closure. There was a lot of trust. I think that that was one. was I think the that biggest was reveal. That was the
1: key. I think that was the key of this episode because by the defin- I think the definition of Stockholm Syndrome is interesting because it's the, the feeling of trust or affection. Mm-hmm. In certain cases of, you know, kidnappings, hostage situations by a victim toward a captor.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: the FBI hostage barricade database shows that roughly 8% of victims show evidence of Stockholm
0: Syndrome. 8%? 8%. Wow, that's fascinating. And in this instance, I guess we were seeing not only... Not necessarily trust enough. Well, we saw trust on Bull's part. Mm-hmm. He did trust that this individual was going to at least be sensible enough to let go of the gun. Um, because
1: she she wasn't a criminal, like like I don't, she's not wired that way. You can right. you could you could tell she wasn't wired that way. She was just a desperate desperate woman at this point.
0: She she very much so was. It was on her last her last go. And five if, years. If, if five if years this waiting.
1: I guess um I know I guess.
0: yeah and and in many respects she was an own captive of the lie that she had been living for many of years, which with is with no idea.
1: Sad. And I think that's like you said, it's very sad.
0: Yeah, it was. It's
1: actually heartbreaking.
0: Yeah, it's heartbreaking when you actually think about what she had gone through. If you put it into the you know the macro perspective, uh, it was intense. But at least, uh, at least. Uh, Danny can leave this instance feeling more confident with why, uh, why she had to leave the bureau, and that she left it for for some good. That she yeah. is in a place where she can do some good, and uh, and and Bull was there to help her along the way
1: because he had faith.
0: Because he had faith, and uh, that should do it for this week's episode. Shay, tell everybody where they can find you on social media.
1: Hey guys, you can find me at Real Shay Jones, Twitter and Instagram.
0: Easy enough, and I am Kevin Ellis. You can find me on Twitter at the Kevin Ellis or on Instagram at Kevin Ellis twenty five. We should be back next week. Hopefully, Nadine will be back. Hopefully. She was just a little late at work today. No worries, but oh, we had Shay. So before for it.
1: we go, yeah. you want to tell some of our Afterbus fans our favorite panels? Like just quick three, if you have them.
0: Quick uh, three favorite panels? Oh boy, there's some i mean i'm looking forward to doubt which i will hopefully uh hopefully be doing i know that we've got our political show going on that yes, drexel political is on culture, yeah tell culture me about some other ones
1: um i am a fan of the good place because that is my show mm. um riverdale's coming up guys hopefully i will fill in a couple times nice and I'm really looking forward to Powerless starts on February 2nd, which I will be a part of.
0: Oh, fantastic. Congratulations. Uh, I know that Olivia Gabri, she's a friend. She's over on uh, Taboo, so you can check Tell that you. out as well. Tell. But All right, guys. Thank you for joining us this week. Hope to see you next week. It will be another episode. Always know that you can find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Take it easy, guys. Bye, guys